Have you ever thought, what am I thinking? Best question you could ask. Marianne Williamson guides you on a daily spiritual journey that starts with your mind. Time to get your miracle thought for the day. Hi, this is Marianne Williamson with your miracle thought. This is the season, of course, of both Easter and Passover. The Last Supper, as we know, was the Passover Seder. So let's talk about what the teachings are inherent in both. In the Old Testament, the story goes that the children of God, the children of Israel, the Israelites, were held as slaves by the Egyptian Pharaoh. So Moses was told by God to go tell the Pharaoh, let my people go. As we know, the Pharaoh wasn't exactly open to the idea. And Moses would go back to God, say he said he won't do it. God threw some things at him, such as pestilence. Finally, the Pharaoh said, okay, take your people and get out of here. And so the Israelites left Egypt on their way to the promised land. That's what Moses said. We're leaving here. We're leaving the land of bondage. We're leaving the land of slavery. We are on our way to the promised land. God has told me that's where we're going. Now, at about the time that the Jews reached the Red Sea, just at about that time, the Egyptian pharaoh decided that he wanted his slaves back. And so he told his soldiers, go back, find the Israelites, and bring them back to slavery. So this was certainly one of those cases of between a rock and a hard place. If the Israelites went forward, they would drown in the Red Sea. If they went back, they would either be taken into slavery again by the Egyptian soldiers or killed. So what happened then? It was at that point that Moses lifted his rod. He touched the ground. And at that point, as we know, the Red Sea parted. In other words, a miracle occurred, and the Israelites were able to move through the tunnel created within the Red Sea. Now, what is the story here? The story of Passover is very similar to the story of Easter, and that is this. God himself will supersede the laws of time and space on behalf of his beloved children. Now, when Jesus was on the cross, the consciousness of Jesus was such that it invoked the resurrection. Similarly, in the story of Passover, the consciousness of Moses was so close to God that the very alignment of the consciousness of Moses with the consciousness of God then activated the miraculous impulse. And so it is for you and me. The story here is, even if you feel like, if you go forward, you're going to drown in the Red Sea. If you go backward, you're going to be taken back into bondage. Know who created you. Know who loves you. And know who it is that is the source of your strength and your salvation and your deliverance. Now, I've never heard a Jew say, I'm not going to go to Passover this year because I know the story. Any more than I've heard a Christian say, I'm not going to go to Easter service this year because I know the story. The stories do not change. The Christian will always hear the same story. The Jew will always hear the same story. The point is, every year you and I change. The point is, you and I, every year, we've experienced more. So on Passover, every Passover, you're more likely to realize, oh, I get it. I have a more mature sense now of what it means to say I was enslaved by Pharaoh. I was enslaved by my addiction. I was enslaved by the pain of my divorce. I was enslaved by whatever the situation was in which I was bound and not free. And the story of Passover is a code, it's a message from God, just as the story of Easter is, where through various religious systems we are taught, we are given a message from God himself, and that is, the darkness is not the end of the story. Your slavery is not the end of the story. Your bankruptcy is not the end of the story. Your divorce is not the end of the story. 
This argument you're having is not the end of the story. The sickness you're in is not the end of the story. And ultimately, of course, with Easter, death itself is not the end of the story. And whether in the Passover story we're talking about the 40 years wandering in the desert on the way to the promised land, or the symbol of the three days between the crucifixion and the resurrection, it's all the same, really, metaphysically. It's the idea that that in-between time, that in-between time is the time for faith. Just keep walking and know where you are headed. Where you are headed is the land of deliverance. Where you are headed is the land of peace. Where you are headed is the land of love. Where you are headed is the promised land. It has been promised, and it is an eternal promise. Just remember, be very, very clear who takes you there. You're listening to Mary Ann Williamson. Happy Passover. Now that you've gotten your daily miracle thought, visit Mary Ann's blog, MiracleThink, at Oprah.com slash Radio. And listen to Mary Ann Williamson's live radio show Thursdays on Oprah Radio at XM 156 and Sirius 195.